Welcome back to another episode of Limitless MD. I'm your host, Vikram Raya, and today I got Mr. Jeremy Delk. Jeremy is a serial entrepreneur. He's disrupted numerous industries. The guy is a walking, you know, Fortune 500 magazine, basically. His company's been listed not on the Inc. 5000, but the Inc. 500. Uh, he's had several companies that are fast growing. He's in real estate development. He's in healthcare. And we're going to learn a lot. We'll talk about adversity. We're going to talk about failure. We're talking about marketing, entrepreneurship biohacking. So I'm ready to jump right into it. Jeremy, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. What if you could reclaim hours of free time each week, create legacy building wealth and devote more energy to your passion projects without giving up on your career as a life-saving MD? My name is Vikram Raya, functional cardiologist, high-performance coach, and real estate expert. And I'm here to give you the tools, strategies, and solutions you need to transform your life so you can unlock your limitless potential and achieve greatness all the while freeing up your precious time. Welcome to Limitless MD. Let's dive in. Were you always going to be like uh, Richard Branson's like cousin or something? Like, how did this happen? It's funny. Uh, funny you mentioned Branson. I'm, I'm going back down to his island uh, yeah. in November for his, for, his, for his party every year. Oh, nice. uh, I, man, I, no, I, I think, uh, I think the answer is no, I'm a small town kid from, you know, nowheresville, Kentucky. And, uh, yeah, just, you know, always had this dream or vision to kind of want to go and do more, see more, be more. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a pretty, uh, pretty cool ride. So, so far 42 years in, when did you know that you made it? Like, what, what, what would you say is like, what age did you feel like, man, I figured this thing out. You know that's a great question, and I think it's a it's a it's a good question. That's that's that. Um, I think I can give several answers. I think when I really figured out was probably a couple years ago. Um, you know, I've just finished the painstaking, and I don't recommend this to anybody. Task of therapeutically writing a a memoir um, that comes out <laughs> in a couple of weeks. And what's it, it called? Uh, um, it's called Without a Plan. Uh, a memoir of unbound action and failing my way to success. And it started out very much as a business book and it quickly just grabbed legs uh, and moved much more into um, the other side of it. And I think it, I'm so proud of it, um, even though now that's done and now I just need to get out and kind of get it in the hands of folks. But I, I cause I tell both sides, like you mentioned, yeah, Inc 500, all this stuff, that's all bullshit, man. Right. I mean, it's like, that's like your CV, right? You're okay. Your cardiologist, you like background, like that's what you do, but it's, it's more of what you, what took you to get there and the failures and the adversity and all those pieces that there's lessons. And I also really kind of shared, you know, a lot of the personal stuff um, in my life that behind the scenes, especially as an entrepreneur, sometimes, I mean, I've got, you know, hundreds of employees, all those things. It's, it's a lonely place to be right. Sometimes because you've got to be stoic and, you know, even though you could be scared, you got to be strong for your team. Um, but to answer your question, uh, through that process, um, and you know, a lot of therapy and, and what have you probably two years ago, um, I had all the stuff, but I, I don't, well, my, my probably three or four years, I got happy two years ago, three years ago. <laughs> That's um, a big difference and, when big, you made it and when you're happy, it's a big difference. Oh, because, because you go through, right. Everyone's like, Oh, your money and this. And, and I tried so hard of, you know, buying the cars, which I have, you know, cars and watches and all those things. Um, and they're a lot of fun, but I found that I was doing a lot of that stuff just to kind of fill a void. And you got to kind of really figure out what your why is. And I think that's what I talk about in the book. And I think that's what all your listeners should do. I know you, know, you have a lot of 
physicians listening and it's investing in money, but really, if you're not passionate about your life, relationships, business, all that, what's it for, right? I mean, I, we can compare how many zeros we have in each other's bank account and all those things, but it doesn't really matter unless you're truly happy with what you're doing, what you what you love and what you're, what you're with yourself. So for me, that's when I brought it all together. So now I'm just having fun. I still do deals. I'm buying companies. I'm selling companies, and but I'm just having fun. And that's when I think I've made it. Nice. Nice. I love that. Uh, so there was a realization where you're trying to fill, fill, not fill the void, but you're like, this is what successful people are supposed to do, buy things, do things. But how did you go from that to, damn, I love my life? Yeah. Well, I think it starts with, and this is actually, it, it's, it's good. You know, we had, um, I love your thing, like real estate and the, I love the, love the background. So I, I want to tell a bit of a backstory. Um, you know, small town kid grew up, uh, you know, I, I made some money day trading, um, took 30 grand, took it to 2 million, lost that in four days when I was like 19 years old, but that threw me into this career in wall street and, um, investing. And I went out on my own and started my own, uh, little VC fund called Delk enterprises, which was, you know, still now 21 years, um, in the making. Nice. Congrats. <laughs> yeah. So I'm very proud of that, but I started leaving, living that VC PE type of lifestyle, which was like you know, breakfast, you know, bad lunch, huge steak dinner, a few bourbons bought and just on the road, not exercising, not dieting, uh, at all. And, you know, basically quickly found myself at a, at a 315, 320 pound, uh, you know, weight limit. And I wasn't like a strong man. It wasn't good. Right? <laughs> like it's like, it was, it was bad. You weren't the rock. But, yeah, exactly. I wasn't the rock. Exactly. It wasn't the good weight. Right. <laughs> and, um, so that's, that's the life I was going. And I had made at that time, I'd made investment in an animal health business. So I was in regenerative medicine. So I knew about cell therapy and you know, how old were you at this point? Uh, I was 20, uh, no, I was, uh, I was 31, 31. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm to come into your own a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. 31, 32 is when we were kind of really kind of in, in the heyday. It started at, at 29, but I started learning medicine and, you know, a little bit about just, you know, bioactive peptides and macrophages. And I didn't want to learn this, but I was the CEO and the primary investor. So I needed to learn about it. We took that company public and then private and did really well. Then a buddy of mine uh, from Australia said, Hey, let's, you know, I'm killing it in this pharmacy space. We should, you know, you should do it in the U S with me. I'm like, dude, seems really highly regulated. I don't know. And, you know, reluctantly, you know, after probably a year of back and forth, he, uh, uh, got me into it and, and we joined up, you would know, uh, A4M, right? Yes. You, yeah, okay. absolutely. So we went to our first A4M conference. And I'm now the CEO of uh, TaylorMade Compounding. And I see all of these physicians walking by. Um, I'm in my mid 30, uh, no, I'm 36, 37 at the time. And they're all walking by and they just, they're 50, 60, 70 years old. And they look remarkable. And, and you've been to these conferences, so you're a good looking guy as well. I mean, it's not like they're like fat, uh, you know, like yeah. you know, fake and plasticky, like they're healthy, good skin tone and in yes. shape. And I'm weighing 315 pounds to see of a fucking company. Oh, like it's like like I'm, I also I don't have a hair loss company, right? So it, it doesn't wear, it doesn't it doesn't jive. So I'm like, whoa, something's wrong here. And you know, we the business was going really well, but like I kind of felt like 
you know, the shoemaker without shoes, like this isn't like something doesn't drive. So I had my own healthcare journey. Um, and that's why I'm so passionate and still am passionate mm -hmm. about, about healthcare exiting for a number of reasons. But, um, I was passionate because first I was excited, like, Hey, well, let's have my own healthcare journey and find out. I was, you know, took a great doctor, a friend of mine, he's still a friend today, Beverly Hills. Um, looked at my labs, my C-reactive protein level was like, basically you're dead. I mean, it's inflammation. Oh my God. Just, I was just so bad. Cholesterol, everything, HDL, LDL was just a mess as you would, yeah. no diet, no exercise, no, whatever. Um, put me on HRT, you know, a lot of supplements and, you know, just a, a whole protocol. Um, and I think I lost 50 pounds in like two months, which I oh take God. to the extreme. So I don't know that, <laughs> but um, 50 pounds, two months, and then start working out the gym. And, you know, that's seven years later. And I've never been in better shape in my life. Now I mean, you're like super you know, jacked, ready to go. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, just training in the gym. I mean, you have to, yeah, you do have to remind yourself you're 42. And like, I don't like, I, I, I think three years ago, I, I hit um, uh, 405 on the bench and like, oh, wow. This Dude. is stupid. It's just stupid. Now you don't. Now I, I, I you don't want to do that anymore. Like you, you get it, the recovery is not as much. But yeah. that that kind of, you know, I was really excited and passionate because I I had this own health journey, but it quickly turned to anger. And it's probably something you know I've, I've seen a hundred of you or a thousand doctors just like yourself. All of you got into medicine for one thing: can help people. And in the traditional sense of where it is now. You know, you know, insurance reimbursement, the three, oh, yeah. like the patient doesn't matter. Right. I mean, and oh, they yeah. can't because you only have time. And, and I was here, I'm a guy high net worth. I was happy that I had this access and I was getting this care, but then I got pissed off. Like, why isn't this mainstream for everyone? Like, Cause it should be. And again, we've had every celebrity client. I mean, we, we, every big doctor in LA, New York, I mean, they were all customers of ours when, when I owned the pharmacy. And then, and there still are the companies that the pharmacy still around. And I, that started a mission for me to try to go and, you know, make a change. And I think that this type of healthcare should be for the masses. And we started a company um, and funded it called live health, L I V health. Okay. Uh, and it's an integrated telemedicine company been on Dave Asprey's show. Suzanne Summers, you know, talks about it and we're offering, we're not, again, I've sold that company now, but they're offering, you know, um, telemedicine, world-class care for a few hundred bucks a month. Now, is this, uh, is this similar to, or is probably in the same wheelhouse as Parsley Health? Parsley is garbage. And I, and I, and I, say, that, I, say, that, I say that openly. <laughs> you know it is, right? I mean, and yeah, they're yeah. actually getting out of the Parsley. I mean, they raise a ton of money, so they're very skilled. Yeah, yeah. They're definitely VC backed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't want to discount them, but they're, I mean, I don't want to discount their ability to raise money. Yeah. Um, but they're getting out of the integrated space. I mean, now they're basically, you know, it's like, Primary care, primary care, okay. and it's nice and it's concierge, and they've got the cool centers in LA and New York, but it's it needs to be, in my opinion, and I think a lot, and probably your listeners would agree, this n of one, right? You need to treat the patient for what they are, and and that is not cheap, and it's not easy, right? It takes time oh. to go through and really un understand that. So that's what um that's what you know we 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 create. So live health is more of uh more of uh, that that more of the customized experience. Yeah. And, and the, the physicians are, um, and that they're more of when I built it, I didn't want to be in the doctor business. Um, so we, what we, what, what I, the idea with the, with the, the building of the platform was to make it easy. So the doc, the physicians have just easy schedules. They come on and have telechat. So the, the doctors that you know, live patients are talking to, 
if you were just to go to them by yourselves, you're probably spending a thousand dollars an hour. But because we've made this onboarding and you got a concierge and all that thing, I, I really think we did a pretty good job at developing the platform. So it makes it easy and you get great care and access to doctors that have been, you know, AMMG, functional medicine, IFM, you know, yeah. or um, that type of, you know, accreditation. Yeah. That's um, what I, I got uh, when I did my functional medicine, it was through IFM. Yeah. Which is, which is phenomenal. So you yeah. get that, you get uh, access to it and the doctors are happy because, you know, they're getting customers they don't know through. So, so that's something I'm really proud of. I sold that business this year, um, earlier and they're growing and that, that, let, that, let, that, let me that. ask you this, Jeremy. So you're obviously, you know, I mean, we'll talk about all the other entrepreneurial journeys, but in the medical space, I found that a lot of functional medicine doctors, integrative doctors, wellness doctors, they struggle. They don't have a good business model and they've stepped out of the traditional thing, either they're cash-based or hybrid, or they're trying to do something tele like you're suggesting. Why do you think doctors suck at business? <laughs> well, I, I think um, that's an age-old question, right? But no, I think in, in fairness- <laughs> and I'm going to call my, my own people out. And the reason why I'm calling them out is because I want them to be successful. I really do. I think the more successful they are, the more people they can help. Yeah, for sure. And I think there's two things. One- um, in fairness to physicians, you're not taught it, right? You, you, you're, you're taught everything, anatomy, physiology, drug to drug, you're taught pharmacology, you've taught all of those things, but then you just go out and then you hang a shingle and you become part of a network and you get licensed or you're at, at a surgeon. So you have no you know, training on how to bring people to the door. That's one. Number two, most doctors, as I said, got into this to help people. Yes, it's risky and you've got malpractice, you have insurance, so you have to make some money. But not all doctors got into it to be super, super wealthy. They want to help people. So they also, most of the time, undervalue themselves and their time. So they want to just do something and they're scared to charge. They're scared to ask for money and, and, and that. And then what I've seen so many of the, of the physicians that go, and this is why they can't scale, why they leave private practice or leave um, you know, insurance-based um, reimbursed world and then come back into, into private practice and concierge, they give their cell phone number out to 100 patients. And then at 101, they're chained to their phone. So they can't really ever scale behind that because they're not putting processes and systems in place. So um, I think those are the, the main reasons that they just can't, can't get out of their own way. And sometimes I know you do some mentoring, some coaching. It's okay to ask. Like you could be a phenomenal physician, but if you don't know something, like there's someone out there that you could either hire or, or you know, partner with, mentor to, to get that information and learn. It's, it's, a, it's a new skill you need to, to adopt. Yeah, I agree. I, I just want to reiterate the, some of the things you talked about. Docs, you know, when they get into the business, they're not taught business skills. So there's no business skills. You know, they're taught the medicines part of it. Um, they want to help people. And so sometimes they undervalue themselves and their time. And then the fact that, you know, they know how to get more people just because the insurance companies, whatever, funnels them in. But outside of that, it's hard for them to scale and and, and create the process and the business systems in place to get, take it to the next level. So yeah, I love that. Um, that's great, man. So, you know, you've done the healthcare businesses, you've, you're a day trader when you grew up and then, you know, became this VC guy. Um, what's your drive? I mean, I'm assuming it's not revenue anymore. I mean, of course, it's more of a, a spiritual game. Money is uh, and that that is for me as well now. But what's 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 sort of the impact you want to have? So um, great question. You know, I think for me now, it's, you know, you know, a, fr a friend of mine made a comment. He's a, I'm in a marketing mastermind with him. And it like, so it was like so simple, but profound. Like, Jeremy, you don't value what you know, because you know it. Um, 
And I'm like, you're right. And I think there's, there becomes when you start really having that realization, I mean, I think we, you know, we chatted before we went on air, you started buying single family houses in Atlanta and now you've got, you know, nearly a billion dollars under management of assets, right? There was a learning curve there. <laughs> you didn't just. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh. Right. My wife can attest to that. <laughs> right. But now for you to take it from 700 to one five, it isn't going to require much for you, is it? Because you've, you've got that, you've got those, that muscle, right? Yes. So there's a lot of people that are still buying single families, right? In Atlanta. And what you went through and to be able to share that would save them so much time, aggravation and what have you. So that's what I want to do is, you know, I'm doing these podcasts. I'm kind of going out there. I'm getting this book out there. I, I want to be able to share you know, some of the like successes, but mainly, I mean, the, the subtitle of my book is got failure highlighted in it, right? I mean, that's, I want to change this, this misconception that failure is a bad thing when I think it's a great thing. It sucks sometimes and when you're going through it, but that's really where the lessons are learned. So I want to kind of really just, you know, help make some impact that way and, you know, tell my story, um, which is really a reflection that I'm not special, right? I mean, you know, this, this memoir, I'll do a shameless book, uh, book plug. No, like, no, no. This, guys, this, the book is jeremydelk.com. I'm assuming you can buy it there. You probably can buy it on Amazon as well. Yeah. Amazon, Barnes and Noble, all yeah. that. November 8th, it, uh, it goes, um, yeah. It goes so live. go ahead and pre-order this thing. It's called without a plan. And then what's the subtitle, Jeremy? Uh, a memoir of unbound action and failing my way to success. Unbound action and failing your way to success guys. Look, this guy's one of the most successful guys, uh, both, you know, on, on the wall street and as well as, uh, you know, just in real life with all the, all the various companies and he's done it in several industries, right? He's, I think we off cam off camera, we're talking about building that, uh, beautiful hotel boutique hotel in the Virgin islands. I mean, from Virgin islands to regenerative medicine, to tra day trading, to telemedicine company, um, you know, it's, 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 it's his mindset. What we're learning from him, guys, pay attention here, really. Be, be, please, please be present here. It's He thinks in a different way. And once he's figured, he's he's understand there's, there's a pattern in business. And once he understands a pattern, he implements in whatever he takes on. And he's done enough things to where he's fallen enough times to where he knows the typical pitfalls, the blind spots most entrepreneurs have. And now people want to bring them into their companies. They probably give them equity. Hey, take my business from, you know, seven to eight figures or take it from eight to nine figures or whatever. So these are, these are the things. And, and so mentors, coaches, books, courses, what they do is they time collapse, they time collapse. Uh, and, and you take, uh, you know, he, he has 40, almost 50 years of experience. He's time collapsed into like probably a 200, 300 page book, read it, consume it, learn it. And then apply it, right? He he added with you know was it unbound action, right? Was it yeah. action? Action is the key, right? Don't absolutely. I, think, I mean, how many doctors yeah. have you coached and talked to that like you know which I've got this great idea, but then oh cool, and then you talk to him a month later, yeah, and and I'm really still thinking about this idea. You know, a, a buddy of mine, Steve Sims. You know, uh, get, uh, what's he say? Like get good, get going, then get good. Like you're gonna be at whatever you do yeah. first time. Just but just do it because you don't know. I mean, could anyone? You know, like that's why I, I think planning is you know the title of the books without a plan, and I'm demonstrating it in all these businesses. I didn't know how to build it. You know, the fourth fastest growing healthcare company in the in the in the U.S. I didn't know how to. I didn't have a plan to do that. You know, we didn't have a plan to you know collaborate with Harvard and 
do all this, what we're doing with epigenetics. We had an idea in a direction, but we just got started and, 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 and got through. Now, again, I'm a bit more brazen and maybe a little bit masochistic to just go blindly into some things. But if you are doing things for the right reason, just get started and, and don't worry about failure. I try to break things. I try to go through and okay. And then you learn from it and just improve, improve, improve. That's what it's really, uh, really about. And, and focus on your core why. I think that's the other piece. Like, why are you doing it? And are you happy? Because from a guy that's had a little bit of money, it isn't, it's, it's great utility and, it's, and it provides a lot. I don't want to discount money, but it isn't everything, right? You have to be in love and passionate with what you're doing. And for me, you, you hit the nail on the head. I've been successful in other industries because business is business is business. And, it's, and, and I can be industry agnostic because at whatever value chain you're looking at, B2B, B2C, wherever, people buy from people. And as long as you understand that and you're trying to add as much value as possible, that both times you'll win, right? And, and if the market's ready for it, whatever, and there's other, you know, undetermined factors that, you know, may not be there, but that's okay. Then you learn and then, and then move on, but just keep moving forward is the, is the overarching theme. That's awesome, man. Hey, uh, I want to ask you one thing. When you, when you join these companies or when you start these companies or when you're looking for a company to partner or be part of, uh, how am, I'm assuming you're like a visionary. How important is it to have like sort of a right hand or sort of an integrator or sort of like a COO in that company already? Or do you bring those, that, that piece to it as well? Well, it's, cru it's crucial. And um, I, I definitely am. I'm a details guy. I'm not like, I, I just, I, I would rather kill myself. Like, I, just can't, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know how we're going to get there, but I, I'll show us how to get there. Like, there's a passage from my book. Uh, it's, it's from Reed Hoffman. It's like, um, uh, what's say, like the opening. Uh, an entrepreneur is someone who jumps off a cliff and builds a plane on the way uh, on the way down. Like that's me. Right? Um, that's a great quote. But that's important, right? I think especially for your audience as physicians, like no entrepreneur, Bezos, Musk, no any of the you know jobs, any of these massive jobs had Wozniak, right? You, you cannot. I don't care who you are, be everything. So accept that. Know what you are really good at. Most of the time, it's what you really like, which is great. And then just do that better than anyone. Then most importantly, figure out what you suck at and don't, or don't like to do, and then find them, either hire them as an employee or a partner or consultant or, or you know, coach, whatever, and then and get that. But building a team, I couldn't have done anything without the team, right? I mean, it's the, 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 the team that I've had and been lucky to have around me through several businesses. Uh, in different industries is what makes it all happen. They, they take your vision and your ideas and bring it to life. So you got to be a team player and, and, and show that love too, right? You gotta, you gotta let them know that um, it's a team sport. There's no I. That's awesome, man. Um, I know an, a true entrepreneur can thrive no matter what economic season. Are you worried at all about the season that's coming up? No, I mean, I think I'm, I'm more maybe excited about it. I, I think, you know, these things bring opportunities, right. As, as uh, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't understand it as I was at a dinner party last night. I, I mean, I've been through some cycles. I still don't understand it, right. How it still hasn't corrected yet. Um, you know, rates, <laughs> I mean, housing is, I mean, you, you know, real estate more, more yeah. housing slowing, but it's not there. I, it's not 2008. I don't think 2008 happens again. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's odd with that and COVID. I mean, we're looking at trying to maybe do a lake house or something and actually uh, down in, uh, in Lake Oaken, like down in Georgia. I mean, oh, yeah. our okay. house, it was, it was one nine, you know, 
18 months ago. Like, but then you're like, is that going to collapse? No, because majority of it are people living Buckhead two hours away. Like I, that set, set of the comment, I, I don't know, but crypto, you know, and empty that that's kind of crapped. I, 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 I don't have it figured out, but I know there will be opportunities in some, you know, in some sectors. So that's and you're going to, your antennas are aware. Boom. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Guys, that's the message I want to uh, leave with you guys. Uh, he's excited about what, what's coming versus being in fear because really these are the times where the next generation transfer generational wealth happens. This is where the next millionaires are made. So uh, get the book without a plan, get to go to the, uh, website, get into his ecosystem, get into his universe. But thank you, Jeremy. Thank you for dropping your wisdom on us to the Limitless Tribe. And uh, guys, until next time, be phenomenal. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Limitless MD. If you found value from this episode, I encourage you to share this episode with a friend and let me know by leaving a review. For more information, make sure you check out the links in the show notes below or simply visit VikramRaya.com. So until next time, my friends, be phenomenal.